What up, man? Well, what is that supposed to represent? That's our intro music. So the second intro music. That's crazy. How you living, man? How you feeling? I can't complain. Everything is beautiful, man. I'm living life in technicolor, you feel me? Is everything off the heezy for sheezy? Oh, yeah, you know, and I got to keep it easy. Now you got to keep it greasy. Nah, 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 nah. You know, you got to cut down on greasy foods, you know. And make sure your pockets stay cheesy, believe me. All, all the time, you already know that. For sure. But Jamal, would you sign to Dog Shit Records? Yeah, I'll sign to Dog Shit Records. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, when you hear rappers saying that specifically Detroit rappers, what does that represent to you? Um, a little something called heroin. Yeah, that dog food, allegedly, you know. Have you heard the new Icewear Vezel song, God Bless the Six, featuring Babyface Ray? No, is it one of his same beats? It can't be because Babyface Ray is on it. <laughs> it dropped today. It's pretty good. I'm happy yeah. again. I needed, like, we needed that tape that they were supposed to drop. Well, yeah, they missed that wave. It's over. They're in different phases of their career. They could still do a collab tape. But it wouldn't be the same, you know. Yeah, they're both higher than they were when they was dropping that heat. Well, at least Ray is. Yeah, but um, you know what's going on right now is that DJ Drama is trying to come back and get dangerous. Like he is dropping the uh Snoop a tape with Snoop, a tape Snoop. with NBA Young Boy, and Snoop a tape Boop. with. G- Snoop Diggity Dog. Snoop from the Wire. No trigger. Snoop Dog is dropping a new mixtape. Yeah, he's still rapping. He's fifty-one. His birthday, I think, is today. Happy birthday, Snoop. Man, I thought he kind of gave up, but I'm kind of glad he didn't. Whoa, you thought he gave up on rapping? Yeah, even though I like his verse on a Homicide by Future. That's from ten years ago. Hey, I I don't know. Any heat after that that he's dropped? <laughs> it gets some free bands from my cousin Future. I know when he said yeah. Martini, Bikini, Linguini. Oh, yeah. That was all right. Yeah, that was the number one song, right? Yeah, with Katy Perry. Yeah. Hey, man, what's your favorite Snoop Dogg record since today's his birthday, man? Hmm. Probably The Shiznit or Doggy Dog World. Or oh, that's the C murder song. Fuck the mother niggas. Who's that's his song too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's both of ours. Yeah, I like the Shiznit, Dog and Dog World, Fuck the Mother Niggas. Um Beautiful might be. I don't know, man. He has a lot. Ups and downs, smiles and frowns, fairy tales. What's that song called? Yeah, that will be yeah, ups and downs. That's my shit. Yeah. That RNG gangster is a classic. I mean that RNG album is a classic. Well, I know. There you go with that word again. Hey, man, it's just, well, it's a great, it's his last good album. No, it's not. The Blue Carpet Treatment was good. Seven Days of Funk with Dame Funk was good. Yeah, that's that shit was my shit, too, even though. The Bush album with Pharrell was good. He has good projects in the 2010s. Yeah, but are they both better than RNG? Nah, but, uh, well, I like, I, um, well, (laughs) it's dangerous because. RNG is good, but it's 20 tracks. They don't all bang. While Seven Days of Fun is eight songs, but it's fire. Bush is like 10, 11 songs, but I mean, they don't have smash hits like Drop It Like It's Hot, Let's Get Blown. Oh, yeah. That was definitely signs. You know, I love signs. Let's Get Blown is definitely one of my favorite songs. Yeah, man, that's hard. I would say my favorite Snoop song. Damn. Bitch Please, too. Bitch Please his? Yeah. Yeah, that's my shit. Damn. Um, I would say Boss's Life with uh, Nate Dogg, the other version, 
I like that a lot. I'm just naming deep cuts before. I like the intro on Blue Carpet Treatment. Crazy when they dog is fire. Yeah, hey, Blue Carpet Treatment is fire. Uh, yeah. I like so that's I that shit. You know, Sylvester's on it. I want to love you. Yeah, you know. Side. Pay the cost to be the boss. I like his diss song for uh, Suge, Pimp Slap. That's one of my favorite diss songs ever. Mm. And I like also, what else? Oh, yeah, Paper It Up goes with cocaine. <laughs> and Ballin' goes with the dramatics and Lil' Half Dead. Because I'm balling. Yeah, that joint goes. And I like uh, the um D P G top dog with the gold chain collar. D um G. Oh, still a, yeah, still a G thing. Yeah, I was about to shout that out. Yeah, that's one of my jams. Yeah, that shit cranks. Yeah, still a G thing's fire. But yeah, my favorite Snoop song, it might be. Yeah, the shiznit. Yeah, it might be. And you fuck with the shiznit that hard too? Yeah, that's my jam. Not gonna lie, Murder Was the Case is just fucking up there for me. That's one of his best songs. Yeah. The beat is fire, even though it's like a dark song. Yeah, it's still that. He killed that track. Like that's like his like best concept song, kinda. <laughs> yeah. It's very dope, very realistic too. You know what I'm saying? He's thugging in the streets, he gets killed. The devil pulls up and tells him, like, I'll let you live. But you gotta be with me and and I'll make you a baller. But then at the end, the devil comes back to collect. Yeah. It's a, it's a dope, dark song. I also got a shout out, let it go. Um fading away, do my thing. Yeah, from the seven days of funk album. That was trying to fight. What's your yeah, What's your favorite uh Snoop? Uh, what's his? What's your favorite character uh, role of his in a movie? <laughs> what the hell? I don't know, nigga. I just want to shout out Rodney from Baby Boy for uh, kicking the little boys for. <laughs> nah, that probably is the best one. And I was also thinking about him and Training Day, and oh, yeah. then uh, and then uh, what's that joint? Uh, the Wash. Yeah, the Wash and Half Baked. Remember. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> he pulled up and like levitated and smoked yeah. all this. Yes, sir. Shout out Snoop. God bless. But let's get into some real stuff. Uh like uh are you ready to give me my C note for Lamar not winning the MVP? No, nah, that's not happening. Whoa, you still believe in him? I mean, it is early as hell. Actually, I've um I'm trying to trick the football gods into thinking I'm not a Lamar fan no more. I'm a Jalen Hurts fan now. You can you know like both. Like? You can like both of those brothers. No, I still you know like I like Lamar. People. He's my man, but when I, I mean, like people, they don't. It's man. it's not on you. You have to get that ego out of yourself, man. You have to ask your creator why are you so egotistical man don't be like kanye man we're gonna get into that later nah, you don't have true. no effect you don't know those brothers. i can't ever whenever as soon as i say he's gonna win mvp and i got excited bad things happen i'm not i can't have hey, fun man, football. I, just I, get my c note ready for me merry christmas my brother but man. uh i got a couple retractions do you have any retractions from last week nope everything i say is perfect whoa <laughs> all right now I got to clarify two things when I said uh, no black quarterback led the league in passing touchdowns before, you know, Mahomes and Lamar. I was wrong. The first mm. time it happened was the year I was born, 1990. Warren Moon led the NFL in touchdowns. Damn, you old. Yeah, man, I'm a year older than you. I'm your OG. And then uh, Dante Culpepper, Tied with Peyton Manning in 2000. Mm, shout out to Dante Culpepper, man. Yeah. Hood, hood legend. I need to get that jersey. For sure. He's a big timer for sure. But, um, yeah, those are my only retractions. Now, uh, last week, you mentioned something in the group chat about Nikki complaining about the Grammys and how they trying to put her in the pop category, but she's trying to stay in the rap category. And she's like, hey. They put me in the pop category. I know I'm really going to lose. And she was calling out Lotto and her song, uh, Big Energy, like, hey. Scratch off. That... 
Yeah, how come that can be in the rap category, but mine can't? And they started beefing and putting out uh, voice, you know, messages. They convos together, leaking stuff, and Lotto calling Nikki like, hey, you associate with rapists. What do you think about this? The war in women's rap continues, man. We got stilettos on the ground. It's dangerous. Well... I think that Nikki is childish. I think she's a hater. I think she has a I think she has green blood. Um she's just mean. She's she hated on Lil' Kim. Her personality sucks. And I think she's whack. And her fan base enables her to her her corny behavior. And I think it's just whack to like pout about shit like that. I mean, I, I kind of respect it. She wants to win. She knows she's not gonna win in the pop category and at least she cares like still that's that's very respectable because you know some people might not care as much so she she wants to win stuff so you got to respect that but i like that lotto came back at her and said that she associates with rapists i love it and she tried to lie on lotto's <laughs> parents she Whoa. lied about lotto's parents their age yeah, that was disgusting been- yeah, she's a sicko. I used to have a big crush on Nicki Minaj, but now it's geek. Like she I got mad. Yeah, I mean, I kind of do, but it's geek. Like, That's one sexy I, woman. I mean, my she girl. is. Yeah, she, she is outstanding. Yes, but but uh, like she was mad at Lotto for basically saying that other women are thriving, and she was like, "What do you mean, other women? I'm still out here. I'm still doing that." I like, whoa. Just because she's saying other women are doing are being successful doesn't mean you're cooked. She's just saying that other people are doing well too. South Park Queens runs through her blood, man. I dig it, but you know, she doesn't respect a lot of these little ladies. So I respect Lotto for bossing up because she is a star. She's been doing numbers this past year, you know. She's continued to elevate. Kodak was mad at her for winning too. So I mean, it happens. Niggas get mad. He called her a latte. <laughs> or a frappuccino or something. <laughs> that guy is hilarious. Why don't they like her name? I mean, because you know, it's still mulatto. She just cut it in half. <laughs> they caught Nikki called her scratch tick scratch off. Kodak called her a coffee. He thinks, you know, that's what came to his mind. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I just wish that Lotto would diss Nicki Minaj, but she won't. Yeah, none of these women will. God bless Meg the Stallion. She says she's about to take a break. Some people robbed her house. You know, she's still fighting that, uh, not fighting, but you know, in the case with Tory Lanez, you know, it's a lot. I've going noticed on. a lot of these celebrities don't have like five Dobermans in their yards for some reason. Whoa. Like I would. Like if you hop my fence. Of course, I'll be sad if you shoot one of my dogs, but nigga, you're fighting my dogs before you get to my crib. Mm. Like, if I have, like, you know what I mean? If I had, like, a big crib with valuables in it, nigga, you're going to have to deal with some bullies, some Dobermans, some Rottweilers, all that shit. Like, before they can even smell your cologne? Yeah, nigga, like, you getting, you're going to have to fight. You better bring some steak. Like, Wack 100 got, like, seven, like, big bullies. And he said the little dogs in his house bark, they hear stuff first. And then they bark and let the big dogs know somebody's coming. <laughs> nice. That's what he said. He got like he got little ones in the crib, got big, the big giant like cane corsos in the yard. He got like seven of them. Cause you know he's whack 100. Yeah. Like, he knows how to move and live out there. He ain't pulling like I'm from the south. So all my family in the south always had like three rock rollers and like a boxer and shit. All that shit mm. in one house. Gonna get you gonna get your issue. <laughs> So who, what do you expect to happen next in this war? Because we've seen a lot of funny stuff like Malibu Mitch walking down the high bridge, acting like she's looking for Cardi B. Uh, you know, it's been Cardi B from fun. High Bridge? Yeah. Oh, this must be a big project. <laughs> Whoa, must be two sides. I mean, a lot is of that what you're saying? A lot of these joints be big, like Queensbridge is big as hell. Yeah, it's one. I think it's the biggest housing project in America, right? I don't know. Probably, Some, I, don't know. I have no idea. Something like that. It's like them, Marcy, they up there, but whatever, what have you. But uh, let's talk about the biggest album 
of the week. And that was a funny reference. It must be two sides. That was funny. Thank you. Uh, you know, little baby, it's only me. You were talking about people were hating on them because they can't respect the balling lifestyle and they want them to be sad on drugs. They don't want them having fun, getting new cars and girls. You like this album? Uh, I listened to it once and I actually didn't. Let's see what song I stopped at. I think I got to the future song and didn't finish it. So that was I listened to 13 out of 23. Um, I love the future song. Um, in a minute, I like in a minute a lot. Um, the forever song with Friday reminds me of uh, like wait for you. Oh, and it actually reminds me of the falling in love, the falling out of love future song a lot. The way the guy's singing, but um, it's cool. You know, I'm not necessarily a little baby fan, so I can't tell what they don't like about this one. I think that. Future is just making it hard again for the youngsters. He does it every few years. Like when he comes out having like all like unorthodox flows and just making songs in a weird format. And then we hear like a clean ass format rapping. Like Lil Baby says a lot of words when he raps. Like he he takes up the whole track with his voice. So I just think people are just <laughs> people are just uninspired by his flow and his style. Like it's not that creative to them it's the same probably more of the same and he had like better futures like Lil Uzi and Moneybag Yo killed killed it on his last album and I feel like besides future his features well Nardo Wick did his thing that song was cool but oh yeah Young Thug did his thing yeah Yeah, Young Thug that shit was tight that was one of the best what about Rilo I didn't you know I ain't listen to that (laughs) I'm gonna listen to it though just to see because you know what I think about him he's he's different um, I mean, I didn't listen to the. Didn't episode. he say he was having motion like a tight end? No, uh, I think so. I almost thought. Yeah, about- see, yeah, see, he had a hot punchline on the song. I like Lil Dirk's tight end one more, even though it's kind of pause worthy. He said, "I'm on a nigga ass like a tight end," because you know mm-hmm. tight ends they line up like sometimes <laughs> offset on the line and they be right on the nigga ass. So that was kind of cool. That's nice. And happy birthday belated the little Dirk. He's 30 now. Isn't that hilarious? Yeah, he's actually old, like us. <laughs> yeah, he's our age group. He's our age mate. That's beautiful. Shout out, shout out to his wicks, too. I respect his wicks. He he combined his dreads. He's trying to be like me a little bit. I got to combine a few more minds. So yeah. he did not finish this little baby album. Neither did I. I skipped around. <laughs> you know, I I listened to like the first 16, 17. Then the Jeremiah song, I was like, all right. And then I skipped around. I listened to the ESTG and Push Iesty song. The No Fly Zone wasn't what I expected. And then, yeah, that album's too long, just like most of these albums. I get it. They trying to play the streaming tricks, but this album should have been 14 songs. And even then, could have swapped out a few tracks like yeah like but hey the hook is garbage he's trying to do tiktok stuff hey that sounds not that bad to me yeah i don't like the hook yeah the lyrics ain't bad the hook ain't bad is i like his flows on the verses but the hook is doo-doo yeah california breeze is fire uh the intro is real good uh real spill um the drum with Thug is cool. In a minute, it's good. I like Waterfall Flow. What about the beat goes. switch on um, the Nardo Wick song? Eh, it's okay. Is he Diet 21 Savage? Who? <laughs> Nardo Wick. Uh, yeah, he's trying his best. He's doing his thing. But I respect what he's... I, I like him. I think I like his song, I, want, I Declare War, on uh, one of them. The... Um, Jesus, uh, yeah, that Black Messiah joint, whatever mm-hmm. movie. I like that song a lot. His album was okay. It wasn't nothing special, but he's a young man. He's still going to continue to improve, but yeah, Did you the listen to song was good. Yeah, I heard it. I like his little blues. Are you trying? He tries to do stuff. He's all right. Mm. 
I'm not gonna listen to a project of his, but I won't like I know little baby his boss. I respect that he always puts him on the album. Mm. You know, and then you know the Pushaisty ESTG. I was like, oh, back to back Rico songs. Whoa, okay. Uh uh-uh. uh ESTG got a Rico? I mean, you know, people are watching his crew, the the EST gang. They've they're in the surveillance for the years. Was, you know. was Pushaisty doing his same boring flow, kinda? Yeah, he switched it. Yeah, kinda. But it was like, hey, it's cool. I don't mind because I hadn't heard him in a long time. So not to saying that his flow is boring, but you know, he just has yeah, like a similar style. Yeah, you know his template. He has a very relaxed draw about his style. Yeah, but um, compared to what I notice is compared to my turn, he used a lot of different producers. He'd really try to switch it up, try to get more low people. I could tell like there's only like one wheezy beat. One ATLJ could be one take Heath beat, one murder or two murder beats. My bad, two take Heaths, but it's like he really tried to switch it up. He doesn't have no turbo beats, uh, no spiffy global or none of his boys quay global. Like, yeah, it's like okay, he's really switching it up, but yeah, this album isn't as good. Detox was the first single, it flopped so hard, couldn't put it on the album. Damn, I um, heard yeah. it. Yeah, I like the song with V's and 4-2 Doug. You dig, but he didn't put it on the album. I like that song. It's cool. But yeah, this album, it's a it's a walkthrough. It's I'm not playing this again. Do you respect the 5.5 rating that the whites gave him? That's not fair. I mean, well, I gave it like if I had to give it a score, I'd give it like a 3.25 out of five. So I don't know what that doubles into. I guess it would go to like almost like a six and a half out of 10. So, I mean, not that far off. So is he another rapper that is another new rapper that seems to fall into the same kind of situation as like not being able to elevate his style and like some rappers like Travis and Future he missed his chance. This was his chance to become the king of rap. It Damn. was all on him. Y'all saw it. They've been trying to set it up for a couple years now, since 2020, since my turn. When that was the rap album of the year, the mainstream rap album of the year anyways, I believe the best rap album was Alfredo, but I'm not mad. But with that album as well, even though the standard album was very, it was good. I would give it like a four out of five. The deluxe is what took it to another level because of We Paid and his, uh, you know, protest song. So that's what elevated it. Like there is no We Paid on this album. There's no even grace. There's no close friends. Yeah, well, yeah, close friends is from a couple years ago. I'm just talking about my turn, like last year. Oh, oh true. Like, yeah, like chase the sun. Like California breeze is the closest thing, but it it's good. It is real good, but I don't know, man. Like it's just crazy. Like he doesn't have like a wait for you or like a even like a real. And I'm sorry, I keep comparing him to future, but to me, future. Nah, it's fair. He's the. He's yeah. the rap, he's low key the rap king, but they won't, they won't, the mainstream will never style. give it to him. Especially that never, style. Like, minus, I, like, I'm take just out. saying, he yeah. not. Cause look, Drake put out a dance album. He bowed out this year. He's still the mm-hmm. rap king. He's still the rap king, yeah, but yeah. he bowed out this year. But you got to mention, and then, and then, and then Kendrick made his yeah. most introspect, his most introspective album. Mm-hmm. If you even watch all the footage of his tour, you know what the song they get most hyped to is the, the Baby Kim song. None of his joints. Right. They like the Baby Kim song the most. So like this year, his album wasn't up to par. For real, the rap album of the year for the mainstream is the uh, future. I never liked you. I wait for you is a banger. He just dropped the video for massaging me. That joint is focused. Shout out uh the director, FBG Go. But I think Lil Baby missed his turn, man. This was his chance to try to go to that next level. They were trying to make him 
the king of rap for a while. He didn't take advantage of it with his album. It was kind of subpar, man. It was disappointing in a way. I wanted to see him take the leap. See, and it's interesting because you don't like him as much. You don't mind my criticism of him. But this <laughs> is how I am with Larry June, too. He's very good. But the difference is I just can't see it. I don't like I know nah, you, why... you, you made a good point when you made told me to um I just didn't admit it when you told me to say what's his best album. That was like the best um like test that you did because it is hard for me to say what's Larry June's best album because they are all they all are very similar, but they're just all good to me. Yeah, and that's why I said it's not bad. He's a good artist. He gives you solid four out of fives. Four out of five, and bang, and the bang, difference bang. between him though but it's is just that, nothing. No five out of five. I, I and I also think like for little baby, like it's if you're just gonna make like trench music, like come from the bottom music, and it's kind of has like a serious tone. It's not really, to, and you're not really necessarily a lyrical miracle guy. Of course, people think he's lyrical, but like if you're not that crazy with the lyricism, and your tone is like serious, come from the bottom, it's just like. I don't know. It's not as good to me as compared to like Larry June is more upbeat, more feel good, more like relaxing. And it's more like positive. I I just would rather enjoy that than like, like future does it coming from the bottom shit, but his has a lot of um, rage and anger and like more hunger and enthusiasm in it and like more creativity and like more cinematic, you know what I'm saying? Like I like, yeah. but he also can make me party. Like massaging me is a party anthem for me. Yeah, like, that joint goes. I want to like get jiggy when I hear that song. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then Holy Ghost makes you want to fucking lift weights. Seven twelve p.m. makes you want to lift weights. The Fall Not a Love song makes you want to look out the window and think about girls and stuff. And like you know what I'm saying, like he can do everything mm -hmm. for me. So Little Baby is just too trenchy and too coming from the bottom and serious. Like he he doesn't check all our boxes, which is hard <laughs> to do, I'm sure. But that's his that and like same thing with Travis. Travis kind of does the same shit, but. He takes you to another world. It's very cinematic. It's very cloudy, like that cloud rap shit. Like it's very cool and stuff. So it's just hard. It's hard to do that. Only a few people yeah. can have their style and make it work. So, but yeah, he missed. I think he missed it too. Well, let's see who's next. Well, I think Travis is next. So part of his rollout is, you know, he's about to put out a song with Pharrell. Oh, I'm scared of that. And I love Pharrell, but <laughs> it's called Down in Atlanta. Sometimes Pharrell can get real crazy with some shit like this, but also he it can be like a like the song with Tyler the Creator in 21. Yeah, cash in, cash out, cash yeah, in, cash out. Song not, yeah, that song's not good. Yeah, I'm not feeling that, but hey. That's what I'm saying. Like it could be that. I heard the snippet of it. It sounds cool. Sounds like a little poppy, dancey, you mm. know, a little jiggy. It's a little jiggy. It's, you know, nice switch, switch it up for Travis. I like it. Things gonna be cool. So we'll see when it drops. Maybe tonight. We'll see. But what is dropping tonight is your big brother and be a young boy. The album is called My I Got a Family. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, 19 tracks. You know, because he's an inspiration to you, man. <laughs> he, he's one of the hardest workers we've ever seen in he's modern rap. Yeah, in modern rap enough. history. Yeah. So I mean, uh, how do you feel, man? The two features is your baby boo, Nicki Minaj, and my homie Yeet, man. I'm excited about that Yeet feature. I don't text back. Whoa. I love that he works with people like Yeet. I love that he worked with the baby before. Um yeah, they did a project together. Kind of I like that he worked with Rich the Kid before. I like that he, they do a project together too. Yeah, I like that he works with some off kiltered people and not because you know most of the street rappers Rich the really Kid is him. a master finesser. You know, he has a project with Lil NBA Wayne. Young Boy and Lil Wayne. He's he's dangerous and he was the fourth Migo. He yeah. has multiple projects with them. <laughs> yeah. He should he's be a, the, he should be a Jay Worthy or Jim Jones. Yeah, he is basically like that. He's a southern version of the dot connector. 
Yeah, like him and Famous Dex did numbers and Jay Critch, you know that. Mm-hmm. But um, I think, I mean, I just hope that he doesn't burn out too fast. Honestly. He said he wants to drop 10 projects this year. This is going to be a six project, 19 songs. You see, it's a gangster grills. Like I said earlier, uh, DJ Drama is trying to bring mixtapes back, but it, it ain't going to be the same because it's through streaming, but I respect it. So he's got NBA Youngboy, Snoop, Jeezy all dropping tonight. And then uh, Ice Wear Vezos tape is around the corner. I think that, you know, him being with Birdman, Birdman's probably been telling him, listen here, little one, you remind me of Wayne. That's probably what he tells everybody when he wants them to work with him. <laughs> like how, like how Suge Knight used to tell everybody they reminded him of Tupac and, um, <laughs> to get them to like, to warm them up. So he probably told him he reminds him of Wayne. Like you remind me of Wayne, Playboy. I think you could you should drop as many times as you want, Playboy. You can do whatever you want. I'm gonna buy you a new car. I'm gonna take you to the Mercedes place and get you a new Mercedes. But I think that um, that's and I think he also has to pay his lawyers. He has a lot of court fees, and the, oh. he owes the label a lot because they took him out of jail. They helped him beat one of his federal cases. Yeah, he owes a lot. Oh, so that's the realistic answer. So he's basically <laughs> like Tupac. He's like Tupac on death row. <laughs> yeah, I gotta keep working. Like you see, he's in Utah. Low. What else can he do but make music? He's bored. But I respect his the artistry of it, and I see that he's um. I think he passed Jay Z for artist with the most albums on Billboard or something like that. Hmm, I don't know about these stats. Yeah, he broke a record. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. He's one of the. I think he's what number two or three streaming artists this year. Yeah, in the future, yeah, so, was number nine. Yeah, and Dirk was number ten right there. Yep. Yeah, he um NBA Young Boy breaks tie with Jay Z for fifth most charting Billboard two hundred albums. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool to me. Yeah. Did you respect um Shy Glizzy's verse on his last album? Yeah, it was cool. I like thirty eight hundred degrees. See, we were supposed to talk about that last week too, but got caught up talking about Lamar. Real, real quick, I think you like 3,800 Degrees because he raps like an old man on it. Yeah, he raps like Juvie on a couple tracks. He, he's an old man. He's I like Trick Daddy. He got that Trick Daddy, like, <laughs> off, like, kind of ugly flow. Nah, he let was doing Juvie stuff. He was doing Juvie stuff. Right, let me that say was so. It was, like, real was, choppy. Yeah, that was Soldier Rags Juvie. Yeah, that was, whoa. I was like, yeah, whoa, he's getting real choppy. Moving like Young Soldier Slim as well. He gets real choppy. I like it. He really is an uncle. <laughs> hey man you see how many kids he got so he has a lot of wisdom now that's why he has to move with that flow and when mm -hmm. you're gonna say 3800 degrees he's trying to take it to another level what do you think about him dropping 10 projects you respect it you like it i think it's cool but i'm not listening to it all if i was a fan i would be like overwhelmed like damn like if one of my favorite artists dropped 10 projects in a year, of course I would listen to all 10. But I would hope, like, all right, maybe it is good so his fans are satisfied. I don't know. I've heard, listened, out of the six he's put out, I've listened to maybe, like, two, three. Me too. So, yeah, so it's like, all right, man. I might check this out. couple tracks here and there, see what, what the vibe is, so... Because 3,800 degrees was cool. I hope it creates a trend and other rappers do the same, honestly. What, drop a lot of tracks? Yeah, but the label, what is this? Yeah, this is probably categorized as a mixtape, not an album. So it's not counting against his contract. So what is it counting for? Who's still making the most of the money? The label. So, I mean, I guess it all depends on how your business is handled. Yeah, you dropping ten projects in one year, nigga. You should be. He just signed a new contract, so I don't know what they got in there. <laughs> but they said they gave him what, like almost sixty million or something, supposedly. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I guess. Speaking of like, uh, going to work. Tapes, speaking of mixtapes, uh, shall I name my five mixtapes kings for rappers? Yeah, go ahead, because, you know, all the, a lot of mixtapes are coming out again. So DJ Drama trying to bring the mixtape back. Go ahead. Well, in no particular order, my five are 50 Cent, Lil Wayne, Gucci Man, Dipset, 
And I think Max B and my honorable mentions are so far future currency. Um, I think Freddie Gibbs is a mixtape king. Um, I think that um, hmm, who else can I think of? D Blocker mixtape kings. Um, I almost want to say Rehab Gang, but I, don't, I, I can't put them in a the king category. But but um, hey, they me. are they are mixtape kings. They have the best. R- trilogy and rap history we got it for cheap volume one through three classics even wiz is a mixtape king to me he is a mixtape king currency is a mixtape king my top five number five jeezy number four 50 number three gucci number two future number one wayne but you know yeah, that's my list. Shout out T.I. He's an early mixtape king. Shout out, of course, Max B. French. They are mixtape kings. Waka put in a lot of work. Uh, game, he put in work. Uh, it's been a lot of mixtape kings. Like you said, Wiz, for sure. Is, uh, a, is Lil B a mixtape king? Oh, come on, man. He's a, one of the masterminds, for sure. <laughs> he definitely is. <laughs> Hell yeah. Little beef for little boss. You already know. What about Mike Jones? I don't know. I think um still tipping came off a of mixtape. Yeah, it was probably like one of the Swisher House compilations. Chameleon was pretty good at mixtapes. Yeah, he was. He was a mixtape king. I'll give you that. I fucked with Paul Wall's tapes. You know, who's the West Coast mixtape king? Yeah, probably game. Mm. <laughs> well, like they weren't really doing tapes. They about their paper. True. <laughs> I think like yeah, because like Kendrick had a couple mixtapes, but eventually them joints was on iTunes fast. Yeah, it's kind of harder to mention some of the newer rappers, even though I mentioned Freddie Gibbs. Um, but he, nah, that's not Norris from the 2000s, the end of the 2000s. That's the only reason why I didn't really put Future, even though Future is my honorable mention, is because, like, I feel like he, like, Streets Calling and Dirty Sprite, to me, they just don't seem the same as, like, Gucci, Max B, Lil Wayne, and them, how they were doing it. Like, those were tapes, while Futures were, like, kind of like albums. And even they're though he tapes. Did, do you hear like, the DJs yelling? Do you hear the skits? Those are mixtapes. It's yeah, the same like, thing. It's original music. And DJs talking shit on it. Yeah, but at the same time, like, he only has like a few of those. Bob Monster and all that. I don't count that. But those are mixtapes. He don't got like no, like how Gucci did the Cold War and like, you know what I'm saying? Like writing on the wall. Like he don't have a lot of those for real. He has over 20 mixtapes, I think. Like he got a few like um no sleep and shit like that, but not really. They're more like monster and purple rain and shit. That's a weird criticism, but it wouldn't be weird if it wasn't you. Yeah, you know, <laughs> how, I you know how I do. Jamaica, Jamaica. Shout out Damian Marley. But did you hear about Jamaica saying that they are going to end up banning music and television programming that glorifies violent crimes? Yes, I did. And they said they're cracking down on media that's deemed too violent. And they believe that art imitates life. And they believe that the music that's coming from, like, what like what's happening in Jamaica is like really like the music that's coming from Jamaica, like the violent music is happening for real in Jamaica. So I guess that they believe that, you know, their youths and their yard boys and yard moms are influenced by the music, even though, you know, crime and stuff has, has existed before urban music. Um, but it's interesting though, because I remember you said rap is evil and stuff. So how do you feel about it? You respect it? Yeah, the content in it is bad. Like, that's the thing. We have to look at how rap has evolved in the past. NWA was underground. It wasn't getting played on the radio. So when the underground and counterculture rap becomes acceptable and mainstream, that that negativity is promoted 
and glorified, it is bad because we know how it represents. Because like you said, bad things are going to happen regardless of the music or not. But they feel like, hey, we don't want to promote it. Also, this is supposed to be underground. We're not going to put this on mainstream airwaves. This is like rated R content. We're not putting this on the radio or on TV. So I respect it. I understand. It's not like they saying the music is banned forever. It's saying not on their airwaves. So it's like I said, it's the same thing. NWA wasn't getting played on the radio. They were underground. A lot of that so-called dirty rap, like, you know, back then rap, there was no rap station in the 80s. They would get played like in the middle of the night for like a couple hours. Rap was underground. So mm -hmm. especially that content, like NWA, Too Short, the like they're not playing Too Short, um, sorry, not Too Short, Slick Rick, treated like a prostitute on the radio. But I've heard it. They tried to play future shit on the radio. It, My mom didn't know what the fuck was going on when she heard it. Yeah. She didn't know what was going on. Exactly, because it's not supposed to be played on the radio. The song is called Shit. <laughs> when do you think uh, gangster rap and violent rap became truly mainstream and when Snoop and him came out or yeah the, yeah, the chronic and doggy style mm. 92 93 mm. and then you got biggie 94 you know it even though his radio big... songs weren't really that violent oh yeah biggie is a happy rapper on the radio with on puff the radio. daddy yeah mm. with puff daddy even tupac's but... a happy rapper on the radio yeah he is but they're gangster rappers in their essence as well Mm -hmm. you know so that's when that became the mainstream then it changed everything because now it's about being the thug the hustler it wasn't like that always we know that the black stereotype it makes it seem like the streets are the majority of black culture and people like us are not the majority but we are the majority yeah we definitely are <laughs> i know more law-abiding citizens than i do like true street niggas i know yeah. a couple of fake street not fake street niggas but i just know nah, say say that say no that. i know a couple of they are. there's there's a lot of studio gangsters and around I know a lot the of town there's a lot of around the town boogie down clowns that shouldn't be doing what they doing i, I just know a lot of niggas who get in trouble a lot doesn't mean like, <laughs> me, yeah they don't mean like you're a street nigga it's just you just get in trouble a lot just get caught up just yeah like you just, yeah you just get in trouble a lot and make your life harder yeah, but like, hey man, yeah, man, pull your pants up, wear a belt. Like, the uh, music that I love from Jamaica the most is the se the 70s era, man. I like the Bob Marley, I like the uh, Gregory Isaacs, I like Dennis Brown, I like Black Uhuru in a circle. I like that era, I like even the early 80s when you know Gregory Isaacs has Night Nurse and. Things like that, Peter Tosh Mama Africa album. The dance hall stuff is dope, but that's when it gets, you know, more violent and different things. And I like the vibes more. But hey, that's when things change, their culture change. The no more Rasta righteousness, living the right way. Now it's more about being a bad man, man, being a road man, a yard man, uh, you know, a gangster, a shatter. So when People are looking up to being the shata, the drug dealer, the thug, nigga, the scammer, the finesser. That's not good moral practice. That's not what we should be promoting for the mainstream. And it's kind of funny because Jamaica was mad at Bob Marley, what he was singing about as well. Yeah, but they respect the shata. They respect the niggas that try to kill him. No, I meant like um, like the government didn't like what Bob Marley was singing about. They well, also... that's because that's because... They were trying to mess up they they flow. So that music funny. was gonna make them be like, "Hey, man, they're gonna revolt against us." You don't like the uplifting, um, aware, socially awareness music, but you also don't like the violent music. But they do like the um, "Come to Jamaica and feel alright." They like that kind of stuff. Yeah, tourism. <laughs> That's what they like. Yeah. 
That's what they want. That's that's the what they like. Time. Oh, you like that, huh? That's what they like. Oh, you like that, huh? So you do you respect that they're trying to get rid of that stuff <sighs> on their airwaves and on their screens? Or do you think it's nonsense? I understand it. Makes sense, but it's scary because what if censorship starts becoming more and more of a problem? Like the movie or well, the book, what was it called? Fahrenheit 451 or some shit? Yeah. I forgot. It's Fahrenheit something, but the world seems yeah, 451, yeah. The world seems to be getting that way anyways. You know, people can say can't talk as much as they want as we know of like people's interviews getting taken off and certain people who talk about certain things getting banned from all platforms and now people are since like banning music so it seems like the censorship is about to get geeked up this decade hey man censorship what they doing is no different than having rated g pg pg 13 rated r they saying that stuff is rated r and it shouldn't be on pg and pg 13 airwaves that makes that's sense. basically that's what they saying they're not saying hey this is banned forever from or, everywhere or, nah. or criminalize they're not criminalizing it yeah it's just hey nah nigga this is we trying to make shit pg 13 pg that's rated r that's, that makes sense that's triple x get that porn rap out of here <laughs> that's what they trying to do so get out of here. So hey, I respect it. Try to raise up the standards of stuff. Why can't we have great songwriting without cussing? Well, I one, want a challenge. One man can't satisfy her. You think they'll let something like that get on the radio? Oh yeah, that could be a lover boy song. Well, he's talking about like a girl who was a hoe who got a disease and stuff. Yeah, you gotta you can clean the lyrics up, man. Don't let it make it as obvious. That's what they used to do back in the day. Like they I thought that song was with their songwriting. I thought that song was a jiggy song, and then when I really listened to the lyrics, I was like, "Whoa, this is kind of a sad story." <laughs> Another sad story. I was deeply in love. Do you have a five mixtape kings for the DJs? DJ drama. Um. Dang, I'm not gonna say Green Lantern. Um, hmm. DJ Who Kid, DJ Drama. Um, I like DJ Holiday. Um, oh yeah, of course, K Slay. Like, what am I doing? Yeah, and King. I really who kid almost feel like shouldn't be in there, but I say who kid drama, holiday, K Slay, and shit. Damn, I can't really think of any right now. Um, I'm gonna just say Green Lantern, but you gotta remember Bebe and uh, Bigger Rankin, and I don't think I don't know if Greg Street was a mixtape. DJ. Greg Street, yeah, he is. Uh, I believe so. I guess people like, did Red Alert have mixtapes? I don't know about that. Yeah. I'm sure you're going to remind me of, if you can name some. Yeah, you know, I got to salute. I'm old school, so I got to salute what I heard growing up. And Clue, of course. Know, I'm sorry. The history, you know. I'm sorry. Clue was in there. Take out uh, Green Lantern. Or who yeah. cares? Either one, but clues in somebody's spot. <laughs> for sure. Now, for me, I'm going to do it like this. Number five, DJ Scream. DJ Scream. Yeah, if you don't know, he's done a lot of, and he's been the host of a lot of important tapes like Young Nudie, Slime Ball 2. Young Dolph, his first tape, Welcome to Dolph World. If you old school like me, you remember people playing that plies the truth hurts. Yeah, that's real old school. And if you real old school, you remember the Travis Porter music, Money and Magnums too. The Project Pat, Cheese and Dope. He was working with Shout Out the Bay, 
the Joker, why so serious? I remember those tapes. Fredo Santana, walking legend. Astronauts, st astronaut status. YRN Migos, Trap God One and Two. Rich Forever with Rick Ross, Street Lottery masterpiece. Almighty So, one of Chief Keith's most influential and experimental projects. The first Free Bricks, Lil Boosie life stories. Rocco Gift the Gab. Juicy J, Blue Dream, and Lean. He has a lot. Young Thug, 1017 Thug. He has a lot of important tapes. Soldier Boy, Juice. Future's first tape, 1000. I thought yeah, a screen. Yeah. I thought a screen. Gucci Sosa. Hey, Pee Wee's first tape, I think, running around the lobby is a lot. Cocaine Music 3. Music. Yeah, it's a lot. Music. Number, so, number five, DJ Scream. Number four, Kid Capri. Oh, yeah. Number Number three, DJ Screw. Number two, oh. DJ Clue. And number one, DJ Drama. DJ there Screw should probably be number one. Yeah, you know, I'm trying to be nice, but, you know. His mixtapes created a whole genre. Yeah. He's number you know. one. But I feel you. Dang, I, I, you know, I definitely miss Capri. But uh, the kid Capri. But I definitely miss yeah, his mixtape. He's, he's the first DJ Drama. He's taught them all how to talk shit. He, He's the first DJ Clue. He's yeah. He taught them all how to talk shit. How come you you don't talk shit? You're a DJ. Cause mixed you're more relaxed. Mixed you, it's coming back. You got to bring them back. DJ Drama is bringing them back in the mainstream. You got to bring it back in the essence. Scream was pretty chill, but he will talk. Now let me tell you something about future. When you come to the streets, you got to talk to us. DJ Scream. Good. Hood rich, let's go. Yeah, he will, he will talk. Young raspy, but he will talk. Yeah, who would be in your honorable mentions for the DJs? Oh, K Slay, who kid? Uh, Clint you Sparks. You put K Slay in number three. Green. Oh, oh yeah, Clint yeah. Sparks was good. Nah, I didn't say K Slay's not in my top five. Oh, uh, yeah. Wow, the drama motherfucking king. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Clint Sparks is definitely a, a a giant. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Uh, DJ SNS, Ron G, uh, Michael Watts. What about DJ Vlad? Funkmaster Flex. What about Who? DJ Vlad? Nah, Tony Touch. You already know Toka Tony. You don't respect DJ Vlad's hustle? Nah, did I say Ron G? Yeah, I did. Yeah, Mr. C, shout out Mr. C as well. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's a lot of legendary DJs. You already know doo -wop. It's a lot, man. All right, so really quickly, what are the best three mixtape mixtapes? Like, you have Gangsta Grills, like, or is that the only one that's like that? What, a series? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, people have different series, but nah, I mean, Gangsta Grills... That's a running theme. Like that basically became a a brand, a brand. It was originally a series, and then he just stuck. It became a popular drop, and he just kept it. So now, and really DJ Khaled's a legend too. DJ Khaled was a legend as well. What's his What's his classic mixtapes? Well, yeah, don't just say his name because he's popular. No, he's just a classic DJ. Where his tapes said we talking about mixtapes. I forgot tapes. what they were called. I think one of them had the name terrorist in it. Yeah. And it stopped after 9-11. That's how yeah. old he's been doing it. Yeah. He's a legendary DJ. Don't fucking hate just because of what he is now. Where your tapes said. Yeah, his album, he has albums. Legend. He has albums. We the yeah, we're talking about mixtapes. I'm just saying he he, he has no he, classic mixtape to my over. knowledge. I mean, yeah, to your knowledge. He did he he hosted a light show mixtape. He's geeks. <laughs> yeah, to your knowledge, he doesn't, but he's a legendary DJ. Period. I think he might have done Albert Anastasia. He's a legend. He's a very legendary DJ. So don't even play around with that. Hey man, we talking about mixtapes. Where your tape at? Yeah, you're talking about stuff people never heard. I get it. Kanye has classic tapes. Yeah, what what I heard I heard Kanye's mixtapes. I ain't heard how many Khaled mixtapes he got. I've heard been listening to his album since 2005. I think the Albert Anastasia mixtape was, you know, 
that might have been his, but with Rick Ross, I'll give him that. That was good. But I can't, it doesn't even have a Wikipedia. It wasn't that hard. <laughs> but Ashes the Ashes has a Wikipedia. True. Yeah, so hey man, trying to bring up DJ Khaled. I am gonna bring up DJ Khaled. He's a legendary. Are DJ. you on We the Best? He's Are a, you signed? He's a legendary DJ. What's his best mixtape? Fuck his mixtape. He has albums, something that none of them could do. Remember DJ Drama tried to have an album five thousand ones in the club. He couldn't do that. So you gotta respect. We talking about mixtapes. I get it what you're saying, but he has mixtapes because they weren't classics. Like you mentioned, I don't know shit about um Ron G's mixtapes. What are his mixtapes? You gotta look it up, man. Exactly. What are somebody else that you name? I forgot you named somebody else. Like, it was just like I don't know no Mr. C mixtapes. The best of Biggie Smalls, I got that. It's a classic tape. Is it a real tape or is it posthumous? That's a real tape. It came out in 1995. That's that's where the real niggas do real things and all that stuff yeah. come out. Yeah. Ron G created the blend tape. You love that. You're a blend nigga. He created your wave. He's your dad. Yeah, and Kid DJ Capri. Drama created the album version of the mixtape so if ron g's getting credit for blends you, you said who made the album version of the mixtape you DJ said Khaled made it both the more successful one Clue yeah the more it. successful he wasn't yeah exactly the first niggas was flex he went gold and then the first mixtape nigga go platinum is dj clue he's the dad and then Khaled took it to another level yeah it's dj clue DJ Clue, le- legend in the mixtapes and the albums. The Professional 2, Masterpiece. You already know the backstage soundtrack. Did, Classic. I, did I put DJ Khaled above Clue or Funk Flex? I just said show his respect, too. As a hey, legendary side, Yeah, we talking about mixtapes now. So, well, like I said, don't know, no Ranji, don't know no Ranji. Don't know no um, fuck, I barely know Clinton Sparks. So, his any classic mixtapes that he had. You're a Ron G student, bro. You make you, blend can, tapes. Can you name um Clint Sparks mixtapes? Yeah, yeah, he did the first two. We got it for cheaps. That's all you need. Classic tapes. <laughs> Does he talk on it? Get familiar. He has his drops now. You know he's a white man. He has to shut exactly. up. Exactly. Like, get out of here, nigga. DJ Khaled actually talks all over his shit like a DJ does. So huh? you can hate on Khaled all you want. Have fun. He has no mixtapes. That's cool, but he's a legend. Yeah, but not in the mixtape portion. And that's, that's fine. what he was talking about. Legendary DJ, though. Not on mixtapes. <laughs> Legendary Anywho. DJ. Yes, and not on mixtapes. You're always trying to bring up somebody else that don't do nothing what we're talking about. That's always what you want to do. Hey, I just said we show go, him his respect, that's all. No, not for mixtapes. So, before we go, Kanye and Charleston White, they getting scrubbed off the web. They had Nori looking like a little puppy, looking like a little sissy, apologizing everywhere after doing interviews. He had two J's in his ears. He had a, he was smoking a J. He's stressed. Yeah, he was stressed. <laughs> I don't know. Why did you do the interview if you're going to apologize like did you not know what he said? You wanted the clout. Now you mad at the backlash? He didn't necessarily understand. want the clout. Him and EFN kept trying to tell him, you can't say this and you can't say that. And you shouldn't say this. And you shouldn't <laughs> say that. They did that multiple times. I watched the whole interview before they pulled it off. At yeah, work. I saw I saw it too, but I'm like, all right. They didn't they, necessarily they, agree. Yeah, of course not. I saw it, but it's like, hey, people didn't want, they didn't like how they didn't push back fast enough or aggressively. I, I don't see. It doesn't um, matter to me. That's why I'm like, the, stand uh, on it. Why I didn't see the UK dude. Um, exactly. I agree with that. Fuck the apologies, because I didn't see the UK dude apologizing for having Kanye yeah. on his platform. Who Piers Morgan? Because he yeah. combated him like a real journalist. That's so, what that's know. what uh, Nori and EFN did. But people well, are just gonna know, pretend like they didn't see it uh, because well, it's not that they didn't see it. Is because people feel like you know they're not real journalists. They didn't ask good. You know, yeah, so like once again, an- but it's like I don't blame them. That's not their show. That's not like like Nori said. We're not politics champs. They get drunk and they get high. What am I? I'm not expecting real dialogue over there. I don't even watch that show because they talk nonsense. They're high and drunk. 
but I watched the Kanye stuff. He was geeked up as usual. I like the little tidbits he talked about with music and stuff, but I could tell he's still getting fed washed up information and lost old information. And sometimes he's just caught up in the mix. Like he said, uh, Cardi and Uzi are the future. I'm like, whoa, is this he's 2016 lost. again? Yeah, he's old. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's late. He's late. I meant to say. Yeah, he's he late. doesn't know. Yeah, he doesn't he, know. He thought he was like telling somebody. Yeah, something. Like, yeah, like you should have said done. this four years ago, nigga. Yeah, you're done. Not, not even four. You should have said this 2015 to be ahead of the curve. Yeah, like get out of here. Yeah. But like, even him talking about how future was going to give him weight for you and told you to write it about Kim. Whoa, but he didn't want it. He didn't know what to do with that beat. Thank God. <laughs> he would have ruined that with his voice. <laughs> his voice doesn't sound cool on a lot of shit. True. Yeah, musically, Kanye's been out of here. I don't even like Life of Pablo. I'm not retracting that either. Yeah, it was okay. Album. It was all right. Nothing People special. love that album. That album sucks. Um, yeah, he's sucked musically for a long time. I barely liked My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy when it came out. I had to like it like three, four yeah, years later. Yeah, you had later. to force yourself, right? Like you three, still four don't really like later. it, right? It's not bad, but I don't, it's nothing I'm listening to. But yeah. it's not bad. And I love Lost in the World. That's that song. And um, it's a few other songs I like. Yeah, well, I liked. Uh, Charleston White's interview with that funny Marco guy. I was looking forward I to love part that two. interview. I was looking forward to part two, but then it never happened. All his weapons are hilarious. Then he has like over 10 weapons. I hate that he's wants to send black people to jail so bad and pretends like he's for the community, but that's a very he is for man. the community. You got no, nah, you're not the for the community. The street. No, if you're not, you're not for the community. If you're he's basically like the people that he hates, he starts shit and he wants to. <laughs> He like throws rocks to st- to start something with you if you're not bothering him, just to throw you in jail. That's not like positivity. I like That's when he like- said, "I like when he told Funny Mark, I'm trying to beef with Jay Z." I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> he said, "I want." He, really he, said, a- he said, "I want to get that little that little Meech little nigga. I, I want to put him." Yeah, with his dad. Yeah, I was like, "Yo, dead. this nigga is crazy." <laughs> he just told Aunt Glizzy, um, he can't fuck with him. He got a pepper spray. That shoots 13 feet at 112 miles per hour. He's like, you think you can slap me, nigga? They say 112 miles per hour. He was like, they got a bunch of warnings and shit on the box. You think you can fuck with me? Don't none of you rap niggas be slapping niggas like y'all say y'all do. So you guys beef with Aunt Glizzy even. You probably don't, I don't know who that is. Yeah, I barely know who that guy is. I've yeah. seen him more for his antics. Yeah, because he's dude, like a social media darling. People, the dude, Sean Cotton, the owner of Say Cheese, compared him to Charleston White and he got upset and said he'll slap shit out of Charleston White. Don't ever compare me to no snitch. Said if my mom got shot, nigga, I ain't even calling the police. We're gonna have to patch her up and get her to the hospital. And he said, I'll slap the shit out of Charleston White. Like, and you know what I'm saying? So that's how that started. But Charleston White's response was hilarious. He said, I got pepper spray. It's not even pepper spray. Said it shoots 13 feet at 112 miles per hour. He kept saying 112 miles per hour. (laughs) Man, do you think I heard his uh, video got taken down, his interview, because he was beefing with T.I.'s son. Do you know what that's about? I don't know how the beef started. I think T.I.'s son just dis- disrespected him out of nowhere or something. Or And then, you know, he just went, hey. Oh, I think because he, he called T.I.'s son um, <laughs> yellow-haired freak. Long-haired yellow freak. Whoa. And then he called T.I. Um, your little long-haired ass. um <laughs> His insults are funny, dog. Yeah, he's a Texas sicko. And I think he went at Bun B. He, he said everybody knows that Pimp C didn't even fuck with you before he died. And he's just he gets a little nasty. He's he seems very miserable. Yeah, man, he's Uncle Ruckus for real. And I think he got in trouble initially for raping a white woman or gang raping yeah. a white woman. Yeah, he did. I believe so. Yeah, he's so, a nasty guy. So he's that's he loses a lot of credibility with me. It's just like, how are you? What is, trying to, is he trying to repent? How are you trying to help people, but you're egging them on to send them to jail? Why don't you want to create a bridge? That's where you really help people. Like, like when people got like when I like there's this dumbass lady uh, where I work at who works at the subway where I work at, and she's always just 
doing bullshit. Like, I'm going to have to charge you extra for this and just doing a bunch of bullshit. And when the little tip thing comes, I still tip her. Like, I still tip her 15% because I believe if somebody's like a loser and they're like a problem, you should more so help them or what most people would say, bless them if you want to fix the problem. I think maybe if you help them, they won't be as much of a dumbass or a fucking idiot as they will be. So like trying to like destroy someone to me doesn't help. Well, Charleston White's not the brightest either. So, you know, I mean, you know what I mean? What so you expect them to do. And I'm not trying to serious it out, but I'm just saying like trying to destroy people. That's just the type of shit I'm going to teach my kids. Basically. If you, if somebody's annoying or a problem or an asshole, whatever, kill them with kindness because that's going to actually solve the problem more than trying to destroy them. That's just going to make them worse. And I just don't understand why he wants to send people to jail so bad. It's weird. Because he's a thug. And honestly, I almost want to get that little 112 feet shit he got and shoot his ass with it. Honestly, he won't be able to call 911 because that's what I love that he says. He says, I call the police in, t- in two seconds. He brags about how fast he can dial 911. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, he said when niggas walk down on him, he pressed nine one in like 0.5 seconds. And he says they all run and not so tough no more. <laughs> I like that too. I kind of like that he exposes like so quote unquote street niggas like y'all so tough, but like when it comes to like white police and shit, y'all niggas ain't got no smoke. But y'all want to? Yeah, I saw where he he was yelling at niggas at the like gas station yeah like in west dallas or something and he called the boys fast and everybody said man you a sucker you soft i'm like nah he he did the right thing yeah y'all niggas want to run down on each other so quick so fast but please shoot somebody please shoot somebody (laughs) y'all don't have the same energy hey man respect the charleston white just stay out the way man i ain't saying respect and i yeah respect to it man he's Uh, he's still He's still a, a member of God's kingdom, man. You got to respect your brother in Christ. I'm not saying respect to Charleston White. He's, you have to respect the br- brother, yay. Respect to everybody, I, man. I respect. I res- I kind of like, I'm not going to, I don't like everything Kanye's saying, but I like, I kind of like this shit a little bit. I'm not going to lie. All right. Well, shop us through convos, man. We out. You yeah, got we, we got to get out of here that. Yeah, you got last words. Um, I'm cold as a lion with no hair. If you see me in a fight with a grizzly bear, help the bear. And we don't support Mystical either because he's a rapist. <laughs> Look at him. He just likes troublemakers. We are. How you know that's Mystical? You know about that? <laughs>